This episode of Frozen Friday, we're making raspberry sherbet. Welcome. I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark. Hey there, and I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm the writer. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen. Because I've got a secret. As a writer, I haven't cooked a thing in years. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer, and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him, and I'm going to give him tips, and I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I f***ing made that. You say sherbet, and I say sherbet. <laughs> and I say disgusting, because store-bought sherbet's disgusting. Yeah, how do you say that? Is it sherbet or sherbert? I think if you sherbert. say sherbert, your name is Norbert, and you wear a bow tie to second grade. <laughs> if you're a normal person, you say sherbet. Yeah, I don't. I think maybe in the 60s, everybody said sherbet when I was a kid. I think they were afraid of saying butt or something. <laughs> so that was rude. So they changed it to sherbet. Anyway, sherbet. So you're right. Store-bought sherbet is a disservice to the whole category of sherbet. Well, right? basically it comes in orange, raspberry, or lime, right? Those are basically the three no, store-bought flavors. No, it comes flavors. in red, orange, or green. <laughs> That's green. what it comes in. <laughs> Excellent. It's pretty gross. It's um, icy. It's, it's basically like a bad version of iced milk. And, and overly sweet. And iced milk Ooh. is a pretty bad thing to begin with from the store. And it's like it's like iced milk, but with way too much sweetener in it. So it's so super sweet. Probably because they're cutting down on the fat in the milk because it's cheaper for them to use low-fat milk. So you know the deal. You cut down the fat, you got to add up more sugar. When I was a kid, my mother made punch. And let me say that she made Baptist punch. And Baptist punch was... Was, you know, in the punch bowl, you pour a couple gallons of ginger ale and then you float a big block of lime sherbet in it. And That's I mean, green sherbet. She would take the carton of lime sherbet, which were always rectangular cartons or, you know, uh, they're not squares, but, you know, rectangular, they're not round back then. And she would peel off the paper and just drop the block of sherbet right into it. How fancy. <laughs> And then it would melt, and you would chunk it off into your cup with the ginger ale. So it wasn't too sweet, was it? How festive. Ginger ale. You had the most festive birthday parties Nobody uh, Birthday parties? That was like their parties. <laughs> this is Baptist punch. No one thought to put rum in it or vodka. Nothing. Anyway, oh, it was it was so sweet. Oh, my so gosh. So let's talk about what makes good sherbet. Okay, what okay. does make good sherbet? Well, let's start with good whole milk. It doesn't work with low-fat milk. It doesn't work with skim milk. Right. It works with whole milk. Right. And it probably works with whole milk better in Europe than it works with whole milk here. No. Well, because we've no. had this discussion before. No. You know the whole milk in, like, say, Italy has a higher fat concentration than the whole milk in the U.S. So when you make gelato here, you have to put a little cream in the milk which you don't have to in Italy so so you know if you wanted to put a little splash of cream in this whole milk of your sherbet you can I wouldn't fault you for it so you could try that too but traditionally sherbet is milk with a fruit juice what did they say they used to say some food historians claim it was mare's milk and fruit juice in Assyria or modern you know where modern day Iran okay. is had they freeze it that's what I want well, to know well so the so the story goes in the 
food history books. And I don't know the references to this. I just know the story is that they brought, you know, ice down from Mount Ararat. And it didn't melt. <laughs> Did they have it in like a uh, Eskimo cooler? I don't know what's going it on. Cracks me up. Ice from Mount Ararat, and they mixed it. They said, well, let's mix that with some horse's milk and some fruit, and let's eat it. So we're not using horse milk, but we do need... Another ingredient with the milk to give it a good, it, creamy, smooth mouthfeel. We feel. do. And a lot of recipes use gelatin. Yep, as that's that one way to do it. They give that mouthfeel by adding this slightly gelatinous texture. You know, not, not jello, but slightly gelatinous texture, and it gives it a better mouthfeel. But we're going to actually shift that, right? Yeah, we're going to use corn syrup, but I want to go back to gelatin for a second because that's the same thing you add to custards and milk stuff when you're making Bavarian creams. You right. can imagine how rich it gets tasty and also a panna cotta. So right. you can imagine that that would give it a nice rich feel. But we're going to use corn syrup, and the corn syrup will actually give it sort of a rich, smooth texture in it, your mouth, too. It smooths it out it quite does. a bit. And corn syrup has a really hard time freezing in your freezer. It needs a lower yep. point than your freezer. And so, it, you know, it's not going to keep it from freezing, no. but it's going to keep bits of it from freezing, you know, tiny little microscopic bits throughout of it, throughout the sherbet. and Which so, keeps it smooth. Right. It's going to feel smoother to you. So um, let's talk about the recipe itself and let's do the recipe. Okay, well, as always, this recipe lives on our website at bruceandmark.com. So yeah. you do not need to write this down. No, you do not. So what we're going to do is I've taken 12 ounces of frozen raspberries. That's one bag. This one We bag. find that frozen works better than fresh in this because they're softer, right? And they've had and a little when, bit juiced out of yeah, them. Yeah, because when they thaw, frozen strawberries, frozen raspberries, when they thaw, they give off some juice. And if you... Pour that juice away and like save it for a cocktail or something and then use just the fruit. You'll actually get a smoother frozen dessert because you're not adding all that extra liquid. So it's kind of a nice touch. But we're adding the juice, right? This time we're going to add the juice because we're adding the corn syrup and that's going to actually give it some nice stuff. I wouldn't if it was straight ice milk. Okay. So I've got a bag of frozen raspberries that we've thawed out here on the counter. And I'm going to blend that in the blender with a tablespoon of lemon juice and a quarter teaspoon of salt. And you're doing that just until it's smooth. And again, you're not using a turbo blender today. In fact, that's not a great idea because that's going to pulverize the seeds too much and give it a strange texture. So if you did have a turbo blender only, that's a Vitamix, do it on low speed. Otherwise, at your standard wearing blender, just, just let that go. Okay. So that's done. And now we are going to heat up. A cup of milk with a half a cup of sugar and a quarter cup of light corn syrup. And all light means is it's clear. There's no color in it. Oh, it doesn't mean, gosh. Can we tell that? It doesn't mean that it's so, light on calories. So several years ago when we were on The View, there was a celebrity who's no longer on The View. Barbara Walters? No. Well, she's not on it anymore. No. Uh, Star Jones. Anyway, it was Star <laughs> Jones. And we were on with Star Jones and... And, and Barbara Walters. And Barbara. And uh, we got to a certain point in the recipe, and we said we were using light corn syrup. And she did say, ooh, I like that. She uh, said, we love light things. Right. Here. And I thought, oh, good God, this is as diabetes-inducing <laughs> as dark corn Sir, syrup. <laughs> this is corn syrup. There ain't no light about it. <laughs> so, so we're using a quarter cup of that with a half a cup of sugar and right. a cup of milk. And that's warming in this pan. And we're not trying to get it to a boil. Just to warm it so the sugars dissolve completely. And now we're going to pour that warmed milk into the blender with the raspberries. But there's more. 
Yeah, there is. We're going to pour that in, and then we're going to add three quarters of a cup of additional milk. Now, why didn't we do all of this together in the pan? Why didn't we warm it all together? Because that just would have taken longer for the extra volume to warm. Okay. So, so all right, we're going to put another three quarters of a cup of whole milk yep. into the blender, and now I'm blending it until smooth. And that doesn't take more than 10 seconds to get this smooth. And then I want you to pour it through the strainer into another bowl so we can get rid of the seeds. And then you know it'll be really smooth. Well, it takes a minute to get through this strainer because of all those seeds. So yeah. it helps to have a little uh, wooden spoon in hand as or a I do, whisk, yeah. pushing it around in the strainer to get it over the seeds. Okay, so it's it's basically strained minus some drips, which I'm going to cut for the essence of timing. And now I'm going to just take this bowl and put it in the refrigerator four hours, six hours, eight hours overnight. Say four hours is the bottom. And then we'll freeze it. So after the break, it will be tomorrow. Yay. So once again, it's tomorrow. I'm still no. living in the future. It was yesterday. It's the tomorrow of yesterday. It, oh, that sounds like a ride <laughs> at the Wisconsin Dells. The tomorrow, the tomorrow of, of yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> it does. It sounds like something at the Wisconsin or Schlitterbahn in Texas or something. Anyway, okay, so we got the machine running and we're just about done here. It's just about frozen. So I'm going to turn the machine off so we could scoop some out. And Wait, I, wanna, I just want to say that yeah. before I put it in the machine, I did, in fact, whisk it yeah. before I put it in this machine because I just wanted to make sure that there were no curdled bits in there. There is a little lemon juice. We could get a little curdling. It doesn't hurt it. It's just baking yogurt, basically, and with non-cultured yogurt. And I'm going to whisk that up, or I did it already. Just to make it smooth again. Right, and poured it into the machine, and then we froze it. Okay, so this is so pink. This is like Pepto-Bismol pink. <laughs> But is that boy, good? Is that good? does it smell good? I don't know. Mm. It it is actually pretty intensely raspberry. It's way it way intensely raspberry. Mm. Oh my god! It's and it's not super sweet. No, it isn't. Because the raspberries have a half a cup of sugar and a quarter cup of corn. Yeah, because the raspberries are pretty Ooh. tart. Um, man, that's really good stuff. It's very refreshing. I think if you have this, I'm just going to go ahead and eat. I, if you have this stuff, I think that you'll know what sherbet is, right? Yeah, you'll know what real sherbet is. It does not taste like like uh, horse milk. It doesn't taste like sand. <laughs> that's mare's milk. Too. Oh, excellent. And you know what I want this on? I want this on a piece of angel food cake. Oh, I want it to sort of soak into the angel food cake. I just think it's so super good on its own. I probably, honestly, I probably put a couple uh, scoops in a bowl, add some fresh raspberries, and then maybe pour a little vodka on it for the adults and have it that way. Well, last time with our no-churn strawberry ice cream, I made some strawberry ice cream daiquiris. So maybe I can make some raspberry sherbet margaritas. Um, no, because I'm going to eat it all. To hear us cook through more recipes from beginning to end, check out Cooking with Bruce and Mark every Friday. And to listen to his takedown, Culinary Myths, all sorts of falsehoods that plague the food industry in America today, listen to the short episodes of this podcast on Tuesdays. And don't forget to subscribe, because subscribing to our podcast is the only way new people are going to find out about us. And rate us while you're at it. Rate us up. So is that it? Almost it. Check it out. It's raspberry sherbet. You can pronounce it sherbet, but it's still good. <laughs>